one of the first times I walked into a public gym to work out, I couldn't even get through it. It started and it ended with me feeling insecure and crying. And the year was 2020. I had just recently started my fitness journey and I had been doing workouts at home and in a small community gym. But I remember walking into this public gym and immediately thoughts were swarming around my head. You know, what did people think of me? What did they think I looked like? Maybe they were judging me. And I was so excited to wear this workout outfit. It was like like a matching leggings, matching sports bra. And um, it was like this black cheetah print. <laughs> I was just so excited to wear it. But I remember looking at myself in the mirror and all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't be here. People can't see me. I look horrible. This outfit looks so bad on me. It was just horrible. And... It was all in my mind because it wasn't horrible. I look back at pictures that, you know, I was in at that time and I looked fine, you know. But it was an obsession to talk negatively about myself. It was an obsession to be body checking in the mirror. And I remember at the gym, I was like, okay, let me try to go over and like lift some weights. So I go over and try to do some exercise I saw on Instagram who knows what cuz some of those stuff that <laughs> some of the stuff that you find on Instagram is just i don't know it's it's odd but uh immediately i was just like no i can't do this i went to the bathroom started crying uh came back out because i realized my friend was in fact not done working out so it was not time to go and i didn't want to see like a baby so i didn't want to say anything but i go on like some cardio machine and remember the whole time I just felt horrible. I'm like, here I am trying to achieve my fitness goals. But because of what my fitness goal was, I was constantly tearing myself apart. And at this time, health to me was just about what I looked like. All I cared about was looking like a model. I wanted to have really small arms and completely flat stomach. But I didn't care about working out for my health. I didn't want to become stronger. I didn't want to feel healthier. I didn't want to have a better mindset. Well, I did want those things. But looking back, the only goal was to be thinner. That was it. And fast forward a few months later, I had a friend introduce me to lifting. I started getting into the whole thing. And the main thing that I wanted to achieve was to become stronger and build muscle. And here I am about two years later, that is still, that was still the main goal up until recently. I have been nonstop going with my workout routine for over a year. I haven't taken more than two consecutive days off and I thought this was fine. You know, I didn't want to get thrown off my routine. So I was working out no matter what. And now there's so many different approaches to fitness and I'm not here to tell you what to believe. But if you're on a fitness journey or thinking about starting one, I think it's very valuable to consider a few things. And the few things would be, well, we'll go into this more, but realizing health is not just about what you look like. It's really not about what you look like, in fact. And when I realize that there's five different aspects of health 
you could categorize it into more. But for me, I categorize into five different aspects of health. And that's when everything started changing in my life. This past week, I realized something significantly important. My body image has not been great lately. And while I don't have the mindset of I need to be skinny to, you know, love myself and I need to eat a small amount of food, like, no. My view about myself is, has been, I look too small, I can't eat enough to gain muscle, I need to build more muscle. Like, that's what my self-talk has becoming. And, you know, this is kind of annoying to say because I've been doing so well with my body image, but then I, I recently started comparing myself again to people. And all the work I've done for my body image felt like it just went down the drain in the past few months, honestly. And this was kind of alarming to me. So this past week, I took off of lifting. I just kind of focused on how I was how I was feeling and decided to just move my body however it wanted to be moved, you know. So whether that was just a walk on the beach or some cardio, I've really been thinking about it and realized, especially in the fitness community, there's not much emphasis on other categories of health. It's all about lifting heavy, looking good, building muscle, or maybe it's on the other side of the spectrum where it's eating as little as possible, being very small. There's either two sides. And, you know, I'm not saying this is with everyone on social media. I have, you know, met very many people where they are embodying all aspects of health. But I don't think it's focused on enough. And I was even getting into the trap recently, after all this work I've done on myself, recently getting into that trap where I haven't been prioritizing these other aspects of health. So now you may ask, what are the other aspects of health? And they can be categorized different ways. But for me, I like to have like five different categories because I think anymore gets a little bit much. I think I I was just taking a class the other day on like the different dimensions of wellness and there were like 12. And while that's great and all, I think – Sometimes the simpler, the better. So this week I've been taking inventory, going over what parts of my health I'm kind of lacking in. Number one, we have spiritual health. What does this mean? Okay. For me, it means having a solid foundation in Jesus. I know, especially with new age beliefs, spiritual can mean yourself. It can mean more about what you feel and what your heart is telling you and being mindful. But there's not much else. There's not a higher creator. I found when I've thought this way, it puts a lot of pressure on me to always be doing more and achieving more, and and trying to do like good works. And if I mess up, I kind of beat myself up about it. But when I became saved and accepted Jesus into my heart, I realized the pressure is taken off. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to do good works. 
you know, to get into heaven. Jesus died on the cross for us so we would be saved for our sins. So no matter how many mistakes we made, as long as we accept Jesus into our heart, we can still go to heaven. Now, this isn't saying we should abuse the system and, you know, well, Jesus paid for the sin anyways. I'm going to sin, you know, anyway, just because he did die for us. No, this is not what I'm saying. But I am saying we're human. We're going to make mistakes. The good news is we don't have to feel shame. We don't have to feel guilt. We can understand what we did was wrong and we can repent and we can continue growing in a strong relationship with God. So that's what that means to me. Reading your Bible, being in a community with believers, whether that's a Bible study or talking with a friend about your faith, you know, going to church and praying, making sure you're having a deep prayer, making sure you're having time with God in deep prayer. And for the spiritual health, when I was looking at it this week, I was realizing I I was lacking in some areas. So my prayer recently has been kind of surface level. Usually I really like to get in a long prayer. I read the Bible first and then I kind of meditate on what I've learned in the Bible and then I'll pray for like 10, 20 minutes maybe. It just keeps going on in my head or I'll even sing it out loud sometimes. So that area was lacking. So I'm like, okay, I need to focus on this more. This is maybe why my body image has not been so great lately. So number one, spiritual health. Going to number two, financial health. I don't feel like this is talked about enough, especially in school, in like middle school, high school, even college. My gosh, they just just don't talk about it. But that's how the system is set up. So But financial health, you know, tracking your money, tracking your spending, making sure you're making wise decisions, saving your money, and also tithing and, you know, giving to the church or to charity and being involved in something greater than yourself. You know, that contribution, which is something that I recently started doing. And... I think this is one that, you know, if you're not in charge of your financial health and if you're just kind of throwing your money away, it's going to leave you in not a great spot. And so this is something that I've been evaluating recently. I, you know, started praying to God about my finances and any decisions I had to make. I'm first going to God. Number three, we have social health. So. This to me means having supportive friends, being involved in a community that pushes you to grow and become, you know, better, a better person, better communicator, you know, whatever it may be, but not people who bring you down because I know I've had, oh my gosh, (laughs) quite, quite a few friends and they were going through their own stuff at the time, but it did not benefit me. It didn't benefit them. The friendship was just built on Uh, I don't know what it was built on, but, you know, very surface level and not great at all. But, yeah, your social health and also making time for friends, you know. I know I used to have the tendency to isolate myself, and that's not great either. We're meant to have community. We're meant to be around believers as well and um, be able to grow with someone. So that's something I've really been looking at. But not spending too much time, you know, giving your energy away. Because maybe if you're introverted like me, you need to recharge your battery. You need to spend alone time. But you do want to make sure your social health is in check. So it's always a balance. So I've been looking at that recently. 
And then number four, we have mental health. So being mindful of what's going on in your mind, you know, being aware. Sometimes I have noticed I shove emotions down and I don't want to pay attention to them because, I'm, you know, I'm just busy. I don't feel like it, whatever. You know the feeling, right? <laughs> but the issue with this is they're going to come back up and it's going to be 10 times worse. It's going to be so bad. So some tools I've been making a priority recently are is journaling. Journaling is amazing. Just I don't think people understand the difference between thinking in your mind and writing stuff out on paper. There's just something about putting it out on paper that helps you release it. So if you don't already journal, try doing it. Just write down your emotions. Write down what you're feeling. I know I've had some questions about like, you know, what do I journal about? I don't know what to write. Just write what you're feeling. And if you don't know what you're feeling, I like to ask myself a few questions. I like to ask myself, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? What can I do about my feelings? Maybe I need to do something to get out of this state of mind. Or maybe I need to figure out how to stay in this state of mind. You know, whatever it may be. But just being mindful. Um, Other things you can do for your mental health. Knowing when to turn off the phone, knowing when to turn off the TV, knowing when to go outside and enjoy nature and kind of ground yourself and away from this technology. And I think that's a, that's a big one. Self-care isn't always about like watching a movie and like doing face masks and eating, you know, ice cream. Sometimes that can have some negative side effects on your mental health because before you know it, you'll be up all night watching TV. I don't know. That's just me. Sometimes, sure, I love relaxing, like having a good night like that, but you got to know when to be disciplined and to say, okay, that's enough. I need to get sleep. That's also beneficial for my mental health. Now we're going into the fifth category, physical health. By physical, I don't mean your looks. And I really want to put an emphasis on that because it's so easy, especially in our society, to focus so much on looks. I mean, on social media, it's Everyone's posting themselves, and it's not necessarily that that's an issue. It's just that we need to relearn how to not compare ourselves and how to focus on these other categories of health, not just the looks that we see of other people. But for physical health, things you can look at are the food you're eating. You know, it's been scientifically proven that food has a significant effect on your brain are you skipping meals you know that's not good are you eating a lot of highly processed foods not not getting the right amount of fats carbs and protein you know you really want to make sure that you're feeding your brain you're feeding your body and treating it like a temple so that's what i like to look at and I think it's always about where your heart is at when you're choosing what to eat. There are times where a food decision I make might look restrictive. Maybe I'm choosing a healthier alternative to a certain type of cake. But to me, it doesn't feel restrictive because in my heart, I know if I eat that normal cake with a ton of sugar in it, I'm not going to feel great. I'm going to have a sore throat the next day because sugar just affects me like that. So I'm going to choose a lower amount of sugar or zero sugar option, alternative sugar, and 
I know it will make me feel better in the long run. So it's also about that. You know, it's about your heart posture. And then exercise. I don't want to neglect exercise because it's obviously very important, but I think you have to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. With everything, it's all about heart, where your heart is at with every decision you make. And that's why you can't really look into someone's life and just say like, oh, you're doing this because of that. You know, you're whatever it may be. You want to make sure you're looking into your own life before you're judging anyone else's. And physical health exercise and specific specifically has been a big one for me. I've been readjusting my training and really making it a priority to make sure I'm not overtraining. And to sum it up, these five categories we got spiritual health, financial health, social health, mental health, physical, and okay, that's it. Five categories. Uh but yeah, I've been going through that this week and making adjustments, making changes. Because health should not be about, you know, what your body looks like. It's definitely something that I don't think God would want us to focus on. I think he would want us to focus on how we feel, maybe how our, you know, how our blood work looks, um, what decisions we're making with our friend group, our mental health, you know, our our food. I think that's really what he would want to look at. Because when you put so much emphasis on the worldly things, like your looks, you're bound to be never satisfied. Even if your goal is a healthy goal, like building muscle and getting strong. I found, at least for me, and I know other people too, whenever you have too much focus on your body, you are not going to be happy. So I challenge you, maybe look at this this week. Look at the five categories of health. What areas have you been neglecting? What areas have you been been putting maybe too much priority on and, you know, the others not so much? Take a look at that. And I think when we really make sure these aspects of health are getting addressed in a positive way and we're not so focused on how we look, this is really when we'll be able to create a life that we love. So... I hope you'll do that. Look at these five categories. And if you have any questions about this, feel free to DM me. Um, follow my Instagram if you don't already. And let me know if you want me to talk about this more another time. But thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time.